You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here, and thank you for tuning in to The Benchcast. We have a great episode for you today. We are talking about how to touch in a bench shirt, the process of finessing that touch in a bench shirt, something that is all elusive for you equipped lifters out there. So we're going to talk about that today and the elements that go into getting a good touch in your bench shirt. If it's your first time listening to the podcast, I'm Coach Ben. I'm a professional powerlifting coach and bench presser. I have amassed an 820-pound bench press in my career. I have the fortunate pleasure of coaching lifters across the globe through our online coaching program. Uh, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Without further ado, let's get into it, guys. All right, touching in a bench shirt, positioning. That's the first thing we're going to talk about. It's all about positioning. What do I mean by that? Well, first off, position yourself in your setup. All right. Setting up in the bench shirt is a little bit different than how I approach a raw setup. Okay. If I'm benching raw, there's no material there holding you from getting in a good position. When you're in a bench shirt, your arms are handcuffed forward. All right, you're you're getting pulled down when you're trying to arch up. You know, there's a lot of factors to account for. You're not able to easily get your hands out into the position you want to grip the bar. When you're raw, you have all this free range of motion. When you're in a shirt, everything's restricting you. So the setup can't necessarily be the same. All right, we have to do things a little bit differently to get the same kind of result. So um, I'm benching in the bench shirt. The big things that I've found, the differences in the setup is make sure you're setting your hands in that arch position. You should probably be doing that either way. Um, have someone help you get your arms out. But the, the main thing here is try not to lock your arms out under the bar too early. In a bench shirt, don't fight the shirt so much on the setup. Okay, You're fighting the shirt when you're coming down with the weight. But don't fight the shirt so much on the setup. Get your shoulder blades where you need them, pinched and tucked underneath you. Make sure you're trying to get that positioning on the traps. All right, set the hands, but then throughout the duration of it, don't try to lock your arms out under the bar. You know, everyone wants to um, have control of the bar too early. In a shirt, you have to be okay with not really being in control and being tight to that bar until it's out into position. That's the big difference. Raw lifting, you're able to get under the bar a little bit more, have control of it a little bit earlier. When the quip lifting, you don't have control of that bar until it's out past your neck into that sternum region where you can sink it in and then you're good to go. Okay, so big, big difference there. So don't try to get under the bar too early. You're just going to ride the shirt around on you. All right, the other big, big thing that helped me tremendously with setting up on the bench press for the shirted lift is crawling my shoulders down at the end. So bridged up, get your hands set, bring your feet down if you... Put your feet on the pad to bridge, get your feet down to the floor, and then you'll find that you'll probably feel a lot flatter than you would raw benching, right? Because that shirt's holding you down, makes positioning very, very tough. So from that point on, either you could have someone push you down the pad and grab your shoulders, push you down the pad, right? You've probably seen that assisted setup before. Um, you have to really know where you're trying to arch when someone's doing that because if you don't actually 
uh, allow them to place you onto your traps more and, and really try to relax the upper back to arch it more, then you just end up getting pushed into your legs more, <clears throat> which isn't a bad thing, but it, you didn't really increase your upper body position. So what I like to do, I like to think primarily at the shoulder blade level, and I like to crawl, shimmy, if you will, those shoulder blades down the pad. So you keep them pinched, but now you're essentially kind of crawling your shoulders down the pad in the bench shirt. If that collar rides up a little bit, that's okay because you're getting into a bigger arch, all right? Um, it'll be fine when you get into the press. It's going to stretch around that arch chest position, okay? But you need to make sure that um, you're leveraging with the bar. You're not trying to lock your arms out, but just using that is leverage to shimmy those shoulder blades crawl them down towards your hips and that will set you in such a, a better position i also wouldn't go crazy with the the bench belt i'm not a fan of having the bench belt super super tight or having people yank my shirt or yank my belt much um, because if i pull if i have a really tight belt or really tight straps the shirt doesn't want to go anywhere and then it really flattens you out uh, your positioning will be a lot better in a looser shirt if you have a big arch with, without the straps around. Okay, don't crank your straps super tight or have a really tight bench belt uh, if you are planning on having a really big arch and equipped lifting. Okay, I find that's been a detriment. So those are some huge things with the setup, positioning of our bodies. But now let's talk about positioning of the shirt. Okay, this is all in an aim to get a better touch in our bench shirts. All right, if our collar is higher, our sleeves are higher up, essentially it's going to be easier for us to get a touch. You know, we're not going to have that collar stretching around as much of our body. Um, we're not going to have the, you know, as much pressure on the outside of the triceps. It's going to be higher up near our shoulders. So it's going to make it easier to touch. But, however, when you have your collar higher and your sleeves higher, you have to you know, really pay attention because your groove, you need to throw that bar back. And every time I've ever been breaking in a shirt, had my collar higher, everything set up high so I could get a touch, you're sacrificing you know, that ideal position where you need to be because the throwback becomes very hard. You need to make sure at that point in time, you, you have no leeway. You need that bar to come back to really get that snap of the shirt. If you leave that bar out in front, very easy to get stuck or dumped towards your belly. Okay, so positioning needs to be spot on. Uh, it's it's a tough groove when the collar's really high and the, uh, the shirt's very, uh, sleeves are very high up on the arms, okay? That's difficult. You need to reinforce in your head, all right, I really need to throw this bar back. It, it might even be a little bit of a higher groove, kind of sliding everything up higher to no, where you would normally touch. Okay, so that's one way to approach it. You could do collars higher, sleeves higher. It's a little bit easier touch, but you've got to know how that groove is, is going to affect you, that positioning, how that's going to affect your groove, right? Um, you know, the fit of the shirt, which we'll talk about too, is also a huge thing here as well. Um, you know, if it's a tight shirt, it's harder. If it's a looser shirt, it's easier. So a collar that is lower and a sleeve's very low, that makes it more difficult to touch. Okay, and sometimes that's a valuable thing. Maybe you need more tension down there at the bottom. Maybe that weight is taking you down. You just need to have that patience to get to that final position, right? As a result of having everything positioned down more, you're going to have a ton more pop. 
But the difficult thing is that you need to be so precise. You don't have leeway to get out of groove. You're coming down into that tension. The shirt wants to lock up on you. You get to a point when you're you're not really traveling down very fast anymore. You start to get a little bit worried and nervous. Bar starts to you start to um, not feel that tension as much. That's the hard thing. Is it's like the shirt takes up so much of that weight that you have to re- remain uh, in control of that weight, tight with that weight, and keep working through that shirt. That's the difficult part. And that's where the patience and the precision comes in. The tighter the shirt in terms of jacking it up, bringing the sleeves down, bringing the collars down, that's going to make it harder to touch. It's going to make a huge payoff if you can launch that bar in the right groove. Um, But you really have to pay attention to being precise with that groove. Okay. Now, the big thing when you're going through the lift in terms of position, you're driving back onto your traps and neck. I include neck because that's more the term I want to use. I want to get it through that we want our weight planted on our neck, okay? We don't want to be lifting our head, dumping our chest position. Very easy to do that. Sure, that might help us get a touch, but the positioning is shit poor. So you're going to have a horrible throw, okay? Shoulder blades are going to come out of position. You're lengthening the range of motion. Uh, You're probably going to dump touch in the bottom. It's hard to stay under that weight. Therefore, you're going to have a shitty throw back. It's just very hard to control that groove. All right. So driving back onto your neck, using your legs to constantly put all your pressure driven back into your neck is the important thing. All right. We want our traps flushed and planted right into that pad. Okay. All the weight is distributed right into that pad. Okay. Don't think of it as equal weight distribution between your feet and your traps. You want all that weight distribution towards your traps, if possible, okay? So that's the thing you got to keep in mind. You don't want to dump position. You want to keep driven back into that really good position when you're trying to touch in the bench shirt. Yeah, that makes it a little bit harder because, again, you're going to end up locking up at a certain point. That's why fit's going to be important, finding the right fit of shirt or making sure that you're at the right body weight to maneuver that shirt properly, mm-hmm. all right? But you are going to want to stay driven up into your neck. As soon as you start to lose that positioning, it's going to be a tough time uh, in completing it. But to get that touch, um, just have that patience. The other thing that will help you tremendously is tucking later. So oftentimes, lifters will go immediately into that tuck, okay? You're trying to find stability right away. Save that tuck for when you really need it to get the bar moving lower and lower and lower. All right, take that bar down as far as you can, just keeping a good spread to the bar. And then as you get closer to the belly and the shirt's starting to lock up, have that patience at that point. All right, now I can start tucking more into this movement. All right, that's probably the biggest thing here because if you tuck right away, you're going to lock the shirt up right away. All right, as soon as you're getting towards the belly, if you if you tuck right away in that groove, you're going to lock the shirt up very quickly, and then you're not going to really be able to pull through that tension. You're just kind of in no man's land. You're stuck at that point. Okay, and you're probably going to result in dumping it either up or below into your belly. Uh, we don't want that at all. All right, we want to make sure we ride that spread as long as we can. Really just focus on squeezing that upper back together, driving out like you're doing a band pull apart on the bar, drive out to that shirt seam, you know, where that seam of the shirt cutting into your tricep, dig into that seam. 
Okay, dig into that seam and ride that bar down as long as you can. And then once you get near the bottom and you start to really lock up, that's when you need to exercise patience. You know, you, you shouldn't be traveling quick with a good tight shirt if you're looking for a lot of pop. Or you need to know how to ride that tension. Very, very important. Always want to stay in tension of the shirt. Even when it feels like it's not moving, that's when lifters will typically panic. You know, you're running out of air. You need to breathe. You, know, you got to be patient at that point to tuck into that groove, land it in the right spot, keep enough tension there, and then you're going to get such a better throw back. As an equipped lifter, don't worry about that throw. That's a quick process. As a raw lifter, that's everything. It's really when we press the bar. The hard part with equipped lifting is getting that bar down in the right position. And then usually you can explode right through it. So have to really make sure that you're not tucking too soon. You save that for the right moment. The fit of the shirt. Obviously, a tighter shirt is going to be harder to touch in. Okay. A looser shirt is going to be easier. My recommendation to those of you out there, if it's your first time getting into equipped lifting, start off with a looser shirt. Know how to touch. Learn that process first before advancing to tighter shirts. I wear very, very tight shirts now in my career, but if I started wearing a tight shirt very early on, I would have had a very, very rough go. Uh, it would have been very, very challenging for me to, to get everything down. All right, you have to progress. You got to learn. You know, it's not something you can just jump into and be great at right away. You have to take those baby steps. Okay, if you just learned how to ride a bicycle, you know, you have no business really jumping on a motorcycle or anything like that. You have to take those baby steps and learn how to control things. So my recommendation, starting out, looser shirt. And if you're advanced, I would even have a looser shirt on standby too. I like training with a couple, if not three different shirts. All right, earlier in the training cycle, I'll do a lot of work, a lot of volume um, with my looser shirt. We're going to do some reps with that. We can get full touches. And then... As we close it to the meet, we start breaking in a tight shirt. We use the tight shirt, jack it up a little bit, all right, and, and exercise the patience that we're going to need for the meet. But that's a great strategy if you're an advanced athlete is to have those different shirts available so you can do different types of training with them. With a tight shirt, you're not going to be doing three, five reps of benching, all right, and expect to go full range. It just isn't going to happen. All right, with a looser shirt, you're able to maneuver that. So different fits for different times. If you're having a hard time touching, you need a looser fit. I mean, you just need to break in your shirt a little bit more. So, um, you know, Inzer, they are going to break in pretty quick. If you're wearing an Inzer SDP, those things stretch pretty readily. All right, and my experiences, you could start with your hands on a knurling. That might be a good spot to start. That might be a tough position to get to. That's very, very close grip. But after a few sets, you're already having your fingers on the rings. We had an athlete the other week. He started off just a thumb out from the smooth. That's as wide as he could get. By the end of the session, he was almost middle finger to the ring. Big, big difference there. Those shirts will stretch for you. The super katanas, they are a little bit more difficult to break in. They're not going to stretch quite as readily. Um, but you just got to give it some time. Okay, give it some time if you're in a good tight shirt. Um, you have to really uh, work that process. Work the hands out when you're breaking in a shirt. Work down in boards. Really learn how to finesse that touch. It's all about patience and finesse, not force. All right, guys, 
Thank you for listening to the Benchcast. This has been how to touch in a bench shirt, how to position yourself, position your shirt, different shirt fits. I hope this information helps you out tremendously. Uh, If you think it'll help anyone that you train with, please send them this podcast that helps promote the podcast, spread word. I appreciate all of y'all listening in. And then before I leave, quick message about our VIP membership. Are you frustrated with your training progress? I get it. I've been there, and I've also helped numerous athletes break their plateaus. I'd like to invite you to a cost-efficient way of joining our Big Benches team, the VIP membership. Through joining our exclusive team group hosted via Facebook, you'll receive access to everything you need to see big progress in your training. Access all of our program templates for free, coach and critique sunlifts, and exclusive video tips on how to improve technique. Not to mention, all members receive a 15% lifetime discount to our store. Need new wraps, sleeves, apparel? It's all there. Join the VIP membership today by visiting bigbenches.com. Look forward to having you on the Big Benches team.